0: This is the I Read Comic Books Podcast. I'm Brian Murray, joined today by Kate Scotchless. Hello. And tonight we are doing a mini sode uh, comparing and contrasting Lock and Key the TV show with Lock and Key the comic book. Now it's very important, starting right off the bat, that this discussion will have spoilers for all of both of those things. So any comic spoilers are fair game. Any show spoilers are fair game. Just uh, keep that in mind going forward. So Kate, did you ever uh, read Lock and Key before watching the show?
1: So I read Volume 1 for one of our Book of the Months um, for the IRCB Goodreads group. And then I watched the show. And then the show inspired me to go back and read some more of the volumes. So right now I've read the first three volumes and like half of the fourth. So I'm almost there. The original, that run has what, six volumes in it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I watched the show in, I think, two days. (laughs) It's very bingeable. How about you? Yes,
0: it it certainly is. I did the exact same thing. took me about two days to watch the show. Uh, I... I blew through the comics back in twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, I think, okay. and then had not touched them since. So,
1: did you? Read I was
0: almost fresh.
1: So all of the volumes, I'm assuming, but then there's some other volumes that aren't numbered. They're named. Did you read those?
0: Uh, no, I, I didn't read anything outside of the main. I, I guess yeah. what you might call the main storyline.
1: Okay. Yeah. I noticed those on Hoopla and I, I hate when they don't put numbers on those, um, spinoffy things because I want to know where they go in the series. Like, is this really seven ish or like, I, cause sometimes you never know, like they come midway through a run.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that, um, the, the, the last two books in the arc are Alpha and Omega. Okay. Um, so I, I, I don't remember if, if that volume was numbered or not, but if you're at all familiar with, you know, Greek lettering. The, the alphabet,
1: if you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So I guess what, what is your, your overall feelings on this subject before we get too much into the comparing and contrasting?
1: I love the show. Like, love, love, love the show. And I liked the comic a lot when I read it. Now that I've watched the show so there's less mystery to reading the comic, I don't know that I feel that much pressure to keep reading it. Um, I think I'll be – I was very inspired to read more of it when I binged the show, and that's what got me through volumes two and three. But I probably won't read that much more of it. I'll finish the volume I'm currently on. But I'll probably get back to it when season two inspires me to want to read more of it. Um, I like the writing a lot in the comic. I'm not as into the art, and I felt like the the realism of the show suited the story better for my experience of it. Like, I don't know that it's better, like, full stop. I don't want to make that claim. But for me, it worked better than the more stylized art that's in the book
0: yeah and i'm willing to make that claim i think that the show was definitively better than the comic
1: yeah Um, how did you
0: found i found gabriel rodriguez's art to be very lumpy at the Mm -hmm. beginning Uh, and it does i i do think that as he like drew the same characters over and over again i liked the art a lot more um but it definitely at the beginning they looked sort of like they were made of clay (laughs)
1: Well, and the cartoony feel removes a lot of the spook factor. So I am not a horror movie person. Like, I do not enjoy being scared for entertainment, typically. Um, So this show hit, like, my peak creep factor that I still (laughs) find fun. And I would not have watched it alone if I, like, I definitely... (laughs) um, it was too creepy for me to handle if I was just watching it by myself. So I like that that shivery, like fun, scared feeling of the show that I don't get at all from the comic because the comic is cartoony enough that it doesn't it doesn't feel scary at all. Um, whereas I think if you gave it a very very different artist like uh, Ray Fox or something, that mm-hmm. you could make it a really creepy comic. Um, it's just. A difference in the visuals.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. the The comic is a lot sillier than the show.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and not just because of the the art. Like, the comic takes its time, whereas the show does not, and so the comic tends to
1: meander. What I
0: might call screw around a little more. Yeah. And I I say that lovingly. Like,
1: Bode is very much just Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes in the comic. <laughs> like, uh Bodie. Um excuse me bode i I mean the first time they said the name on the show i was like hold up b-o-d-e what is that spell bode there's no y
0: this is english if i spelled b-a-s-s i could just claim whatever you pronounce that as was wrong (laughs) (laughs)
1: um yeah So that was that was the first thing that struck me with the show. And then sometimes they do say bode instead of Bodie, and I'm like, what is it? Make up your mind. Are you just adding a Y for cute factor in the show? I don't know, but I like the name Bode a lot. And so in my head in the comics, I still say Bode.
0: So I think it's I think it's more like Bode instead of Bodie, like Jeff instead of Jeffrey. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Could be.
0: But But then you need two E's
1: to make it like stupid, you know? Just like (laughs) Bodie. Bodie. Like an eye just. Uh, an okay. eye would have been good. Okay. I,
0: I promised myself I was not going to go down this rabbit hole and here I am.
1: I, it's number two on my bullet list. This was the rabbit hole I was burrowing into this conversation with. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that Bode, which I'm going to die on this hill, is older in the show. I thought that worked better
0: yeah because in, in the show he's what like eight or nine something
1: yeah like that. yeah he, i think in the
0: comic he's like a hard five
1: yes he's very young in the comic which makes a lot of the things that he does with the finding the keys and not being scared of things that any reasonable young child that just witnessed the murder of their father would be horrified of and not doing and so there's the that added to the lack of Realism, like pulling me out of it in the comic, where in the show the kids felt very true to life. Like all, all of them are traumatized in their own way and in, in very personal mm-hmm. ways that they explore. I thought really well, and then they also are like curious and scared in the ways that you'd be like, yeah, that actually tracks for teenagers and uh, middle elementary kind of or older elementary, I guess you'd say.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think that the Locke kids got more characterization uh in the show.
1: Yeah, um, I think every kid in the show did um it, at least the like their friends and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their their friend group was a an interesting thing because uh Scott is like the first teen character we meet when they yep. get to uh the town. What is it? Uh Matheson,
1: because right. we can't
0: call it, we can't call it Lovecraft
1: apparently. is that like why I wonder why they made that change my like personal a theory
0: thing. is because like Lovecraft was a bigoted asshole, they didn't want to be associated with him
1: fair, fair, that could be it. They did diversify um, the cast quite a bit too. that was one of the other things in the comic, and I was like, oh, this is an extremely white comic
0: yeah, and I ironically, like the one black character in the comic, Jamal. Mm-hmm. is sir not appearing in this film right um, it's interesting they they seem to have kind of combined his characteristics with scott yeah um which he's scott cavendish on the tv show and scott cavanaugh in the comic and i'm not sure why that was but
1: mm, brett cavanaugh
0: maybe maybe speaking of assholes
1: right they're like what if we just make this suck less <laughs>
0: um but yeah i i like i like show scott a lot more than comic scott because comic scott is just kind of a punk asshole yeah like he's endearing in his own way but scott cavendish from the show is much more like the endearing dork that i like
1: yes exactly
0: uh and then we meet we meet his friends the savini squad which are (laughs) a whole cloth creation of the show and a good one in my opinion
1: What did you think about the keys in the show versus in the comics?
0: I, so it's interesting because the whole insight, like the inciting, not the inciting incident, but the beginning of the show depends on a key that does not exist in the book. Right. Um, and there are a lot of keys that exist in the book and not in the show.
1: So yeah, that's the matchstick key. That's at the start of the show. That starts fires. They're like, this is your arson key. You know, the magic key of arson. (laughs) Um, But I like that the show has fewer keys. I think that works in its favor.
0: Yeah, I think so. And especially because a lot of the keys that we do see in the comic are just there for like a page or two.
1: That's exactly it. It feels a little bit of the key of the issue kind of thing versus Mm -hmm. um, kind of that ongoing bingeable show kind of feel. Where it's really going to add up to something. I also like that there's not a key for every problem. um, That you get a lot more from the kids in the show. uh, Versus just, I found a key that does a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of the keys come up. There's a a time skip in the book that I don't think is there in the show. Where we, essentially, we come to Lovecraft, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. In fall of whatever the year is and then the comic ends with the end of the school year in spring and so there's a a time skip in there where it's just a few panels showing like the end of a week and it's like they're fighting this monster with this key and then in the next one it's a different key and
1: Right, it's very much that the magic item uh, finding quest game <laughs> <laughs> versus, versus like a, an immersive RPG. So I also like some of the depictions of the keys much better and of like their powers better in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that you've pointed out in the notes but is the one that uh, was a major one for me too was the head key. I thought the version in the show was awesome. It's one of the coolest parts of the show where you literally like that opens a door into their head and then you and whoever you want to bring with you can enter like kind of the inside of your mind. And what that looks like is a reflection of the individual. Coolest concept works visually extremely well. Whereas in the comic, it literally just tips the top of their head off and then they can look inside of it like down into the skull. Which
0: yeah Eh. shrug emoji that that made it a lot easier to use too like in the uh one of the big plot points is kinsey removes her fear from her head in both the show and the comic and in the comic all she has to do is reach in and pluck out this little monster looking thing Mm -hmm. and put it in a bottle and then it's done and in the the show she like takes a kitchen knife goes through the door into her head and knife fights her own fear,
1: yeah, and the fear it looks like her it's like a deranged version of her, which I thought was also a lot cooler than just like a gremlin looking thing,
0: yeah, it's like her with claws and sharp teeth and all that,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I like that a lot, and I really like um bodes it inside of his head with the like the the what it looks like in his. Child brain versus her teenage brain, I yeah. thought was a fun um, distinction. With where he's like playhouse, funhouse kind of thing, and she's like a mall, basically.
0: I know, leading into stereotype, but mm-hmm. I, I think that I think it's okay because even in the show, Kinsey was like seriously a mall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, and there was something else about the head key that I wanted to say, and I'm totally drawing a blank on it now. Oh, um, in the in the show or in the, in the comic anything that you don't remember is blurred inside your head or like you see things in your head as you remember them
1: right so it's like not they, a perfect recording
0: yeah they're trying to find out who the well lady is that bodhi keeps talking about and it's it's literally just like this crayon drawing of a of an evil witch woman yes whereas in the and he's like yeah that's her <laughs> yeah that's
1: exactly it
0: in the show they're just watching clips from their life basically
1: yeah what did you think of some of the keys that existed in the show but not in the comic
0: um so i i mean one i just thought the the matchstick key key was cool
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: that might have just been because of the music that they played when it was being used
1: very good
0: yeah the the soundtrack for the show is incredible by the way yeah um the the flower key I thought was also kind of cool, too, or the tree key.
1: Yeah, that's the one that causes growth, right?
0: That's the one that opens up, like, the hidden storage underneath a tree where yeah. all of Duncan's memories were.
1: Yeah, that scene is so cool. And then they're, like, looking at these stored memories that... Oh, very cool. I do wish we got to see the growth key. I don't know that it's actually called that. I don't remember what they called it, but the key that makes um, them bigger in the show, that would have been super cool. Um, But I can see why you wouldn't want to bother with with that in a TV budget. Um, Although God knows TV budgets are movie budgets now. Thanks Netflix. Uh,
0: Yeah. I I think that that would have been cool. And I, I would have loved to have seen that. So there's, there's they combined a lot of keys into just like what the the appearance key or something mm-hmm. like that, um, which is both good and bad because they got rid of the gender key, right? Which I thought was interesting. Yep, good like,
1: riddance. <laughs> um,
0: I I actually liked the gender key. Um, I think that okay. it's a cool concept. I I did not like that they made their their token gay character obsessed with being a little girl
1: yeah
0: uh that was that was rough um but this also allowed them to get rid of the incredibly bad skin key yeah like what what were you thinking mr joe hill when you made a a key that changes someone's ethnicity
1: yeah and the editors that were like you know what (laughs) this seems great put it to press (laughs)
0: Let's have this whole awkward thing where Kinsey and Bodie have to put on magic blackface to go talk to Aaron Voss. Ugh. That was very bad, and I'm glad it was struck entirely from the show.
1: Yeah. I do like, too, the change in the show in the drowning caves where they make it less just an accident of faulty um, staircase than the kind of boldness of going too deep into the cave.
0: I, yeah, I like it, the
1: going too deep being the thing, and them having to swim out versus the uh, staircase just collapsing on them, and that being how they're almost drowning.
0: And the most awkward introduction of a love triangle you've ever seen, right? Because in the in the book, Kinsey and Jamal, like the, the staircase collapses, they fall into the water, and they've basically resigned themselves to dying. And Jamal is like, "I don't want to die and having kissed somebody." So Kinsey's like, okay, let's make out for a little bit then.
1: Just in this freezing cold water. And their friends just hanging on, watching them.
0: Yeah, including Scott, who we know as a thing for Kinsey. Mm
1: -hmm. I do like, they make a reference in the comic book to, they're like, what do you think is behind that door? And they make a reference to the conspiracy theory. um, Shoot, what's it? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking. Mm, sorry, Xander. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought this up. Okay, it's the one that I did the drink talk learn on. How am I not remembering this?
0: You're talking. You're talking about when they are talking about it being like a, a former military base, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what that. What that. Conspiracy theory is called either. It was like the Indianapolis yeah. project or something like that. USS yeah. Indianapolis, maybe. No,
1: it was the the um conspiracy theory about the park that's there now. And
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't remember what that was called either. And
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: If it comes to us we'll bring it back up. Yep. Um So Gabe. What do you think of Gabe as a new character?
1: Um, and what do you think
0: gabe's deal was
1: so memorable that you're gonna have to remind me which one gabe is
0: gabe was the lobster boy he was the guy in the lobster costume when they were making their horror movie
1: oh that's right um
0: the the other guy that kinsey talked about dating which i thought was much funnier in the show where She kind of had a thing for Scott and kind of had a thing for Gabe. And then she's like, why don't I just date both of you? You guys talk it over amongst yourselves.
1: (laughs) Right? And then they're like, I guess. Doesn't he get a demon stuck to him in in the show?
0: So I, I was wondering what you thought about that. Because I don't know if that's what happened or if he has always been Dodge.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, it could be. I, that was a thing in the, that I noticed in the comics is we find out way earlier about this kind of demonic possession aspect of, um, the Dodge character because you see it in the ghost when Dodge uses the ghost key or Mm -hmm. whatever that one's called.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the comic leans much harder into the Lovecraft of it all. Mm -hmm. Like to, to the point of actually using like. Parts of the Lovecraft mythos as part of the show, like I, I can't remember which Lovecraftian being they refer to themselves as, mm-hmm. um, but they're they're one of those things with the hard to say names.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, yeah, we we find out very early on in the comic that it's basically a demon doing a ride along that mm-hmm. got brought back by ellie with the echo key whereas in the show show they're like
1: we know things can fly out of this door so the important thing when we open it is to all go really right up close to it (laughs) and just like what are you doing yeah Uh, for important plot purposes we need you to stand right behind me as i open this door
0: yeah there there are certain amounts of stupid things that characters do just to keep the show moving.
1: But, like, it's okay because you're like, "Mm, you are unsupervised teenagers, and I remember being an unsupervised teenager, so carry on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tyler adopting Book Tyler's girlfriend's personality for half an hour was weird. Yes. Um, Where he's like, he finally gets the girl he's been pursuing and then goes like, oh, wait, no, I'm bad for you. I'm going to be an asshole for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that was just because the showrunners wanted to have a very awkward uh, uh, Dodge makes out with Tyler scene. Yep. Which I guess is a little better than the several story arcs where Kinsey is dating Dodge in disguise in the comic.
1: Yeah, that's a real weird vibe. The I thought that the mom was a lot better in the show, too.
0: Yeah. The, she was the, much more sympathetic.
1: Right, that she's clearly trying really hard. And it's just like they do a good job of showing how traumatized the kids are in the show, of showing her struggles with it and how traumatized she is in the show. And then you see her relapse and you're like understanding of it. And I think we also see her through her kids' eyes by the time they show us that relapse.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: you already have good feelings about her when that happens. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I... I enjoyed scenes with her more. I was love that they cast. um, Oh, I can't remember the actress's name, but the as the uh, friend from school that's housing Dodge, that actress in the show was in the Fosters as one of the moms. And I love her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ellie Whedon is the character's name. I don't remember the actor's name.
1: Okay, I thought that she did a great job and the actor who plays her son did a great job in that where i'm just like if anything happens to this boy i swear to god i'm done with this show i am so here for him and his like buddy 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 relationship with bode which also works better in the show because bode's older
0: yeah yeah it's it's definitely much more fun to watch Mm -hmm. in that case um rufus plays a much bigger role in That's the book than he does in the show yeah um he's he's like integral to Bodie figuring out dodge's whole deal right. in the book
1: well um, as we wrap up here is there anything else that really stuck out to you about either of these and what are your plans moving forward
0: uh my plan moving forward is definitely to watch season two whenever we get it um
1: probably next I, year
0: i'm not sure what they're gonna do in season two right um like they they blew through like 90 percent of the book yeah before completely veering in a different direction for the finale um so the finale of the book has not been ruined by watching the show um
1: yeah because the the show needed to leave it much more open-ended so that they could have a season two right And Um, do you think you'll go back and read those side stories now um, in the comics?
0: um, Probably. I'm I'm definitely going to read World War Key Mm
1: -hmm. when
0: that starts coming out. Um, Oh, is that a new thing coming out? Yeah, that was confirmed uh, in 2019 at San Diego Comic-Con.
1: Oh,
0: cool. Um, So it's going to be sort of like looking back on key house during the war like different wars
1: oh that'd be super cool
0: yeah um let's see it says here that it's supposed to be kind of a prequel and a sequel to the original run so we might Hmm. get to see little glimpses of like what happens after um after the events of the show or the 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 main continuity Mm -hmm. um But yeah, that's supposed to supposed to start coming out in August of this year. I'm not sure if August is the date it was pushed to because of the whole COVID nineteen thing, or if it is going to be moved somewhere else from there.
1: Yeah, Uh, and sometimes a lot of publishing schedules are being changed right now because of uh not wanting to launch at a very inopportune time. Um mm -hmm. I've noticed that with a lot of titles that I was tracking, so who knows?
0: But yeah, that uh, that should be coming up and it's gonna have a Sandman crossover. Um for for those interested.
1: Wait, Sandman's still going?
0: <laughs> yeah. I I've never gotten into Sandman, but I bet that's a selling point for somebody.
1: <laughs> huh. I just saw on Audible that they're doing like a Sandman like radio drama kind of thing for Audible, um, that I think is supposed to be like a uh radio version of the first trade. Don't, don't quote me on that it's of that specific thing. I just, it was like, you're a nerd. Here's what we recommend to you. You probably care about this. And I was like, huh, I'm not going to click on that, but I acknowledge it exists. So very little info, but there you go. So yeah, I don't know. I've read a couple volumes of Sandfan. That's one of those series that's one of those things that like, you're in comics, so you must have read all of it that I just have not read much of. So
0: Maybe that'll be our next mini-sode. Brian there you and Kate go. Read Sandman.
1: <laughs> next time we're all stuck in our homes for endless hours, we'll just, I'll binge
0: that. In the meantime, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Um, I'm at Brian Head. The show is at IRCB Podcast. Kate is at KG Scotchlist, though I know you don't post much.
1: No. Um, this show and our many subscriber-only episodes are powered by fans like you on Patreon, so join now at patreon.com backslash ircbpodcast. If you haven't already, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: You can also join us on our Discord at ircbpodcast.com forward slash Discord, and make sure to tell a friend or two about the show. Uh, thank you, Infinity Shred, for doing the music. You are the best band in the universe. Uh, thank you xander for editing the show you are also the best band in the universe and thank you the listeners for tuning in thank you kate for joining me on this episode and until next time comics are good and so are you